0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Bridgetown Daily for Friday, April 3rd. I'm John Mark Comer, and I'm here with Gavin Bennett, who is one of the pastors at Bridgetown, with a short meditation and prayer. Just, our goal here is just to do anything we can to help you stay grounded in the presence and the peace of God in a tumultuous time. There is a paradox at the heart of prayer that is best captured by what we call the Lord's Prayer, our Catholic brothers and sisters call the Our Father, In the line, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. There are two ways of reading Jesus' prayer. One way puts the emphasis on the first part, your will be done. And it reads it as kind of a yielding over the illusion of control, and that's what it is, to God. This is common in the Calvinist world, for example. It's Tim Keller's way of reading it in his beautiful book on prayer. Or in Ignatian spirituality, as in the mystic literature, which is kind of all about detachment, where you detach, where your emotional well-being is detached from your circumstances and reattached to God and his presence and his peace. In this reading, it's a way of saying, God, just your will be done. I yield, uh, I let go, let come whatever may come. Just have your way in me. And we really need to pray this way right now. I've never been more aware of just how little control I have over my body and my health, over my future, over the future of our church and our city, over when we come back together as a church, over how dire the economic situation is or isn't. I just have little to, no, to zero control. Daily, I need to bring my heart to a place of yielding to God. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, in her famous book on the stages of grief, called The Last Stage Acceptance. We're all kind of grieving right now, some more than others, but prayer is the best way I know to move through the stages of grief to acceptance, and then on the other side of that, to joy. But another way of reading Jesus' prayer puts the emphasis on the second half, on earth as it is in heaven and reads it as a kind of asking God to move, to work, to heal, to deliver, to set free, to rescue and save, to usher in the kingdom of heaven on earth. It sees prayer as a kind of cooperation with God in heaven's invasion of earth. This way of praying is less about the acceptance of what is, and it's more about action to change reality. We act with God through prayer to overcome evil with good. Now, which interpretation is right? Well, forgive my little Enneagram nine wing, but likely both. Bare minimum, there is a place for both in prayer. We need to accept what is, and we need to act to change what is. We need to come to peace with reality, and we need to resist reality. My therapist calls this active acceptance, If all you have is, like, action, like, let's get this done, let's change things, then you become neurotic and a control freak and you manipulate people and you are full of anxiety. But if all you have is acceptance, like, oh, that's all good, then you can become lazy or taciturn or apathetic. The paradox at the center of prayer is a kind of active acceptance in our life with God. On that note, Gavin here wrote up a liturgy that he used a few days ago on Tuesday for noon prayer, and I just, I thought it was so beautiful. I said, Gavin, where did you get that? And he said, Oh, I wrote it. That's like just how I pray in the morning. So it's much better than anything I pray. But I think it does a great job of capturing the both and of active acceptance. And I've asked Gavin just to not read his prayer, but to pray it. And I invite you um, not just to listen, but to pray along. This is called A Liturgy for a World in the Midst of COVID
1: 19. We have been knocked off center by the events unfolding around us. The structures in which we have trusted, structures of our routine, normalcy, and control, have proven to be illusions, buckling under the chaos around us. It's hard to know where to look with everything seeming to spin out of order in our midst. We are bombarded with graphs and predictions, news cycles and tweets, outrage and panic, disease, and even death. And this spinning out of order runs deep within our world, our churches, our communities, our jobs, our families, within our own hearts and minds. And so it is in these moments that we remember you, Yahweh, who did not run or turn from chaos, but who stepped into it, into the chaos at the beginning to create and bring order into the chaos as Jesus to redeem and bring life everlasting and into the chaos once again at the end of days to wipe away every tear each anxiety all disease and even death itself let us look to you O god who did not will this disease but who wills to end it and as we look to you as we look for you Would you be found by us, your people? Would you be seen by us, heard by us, felt by us, and known by us? Christ behind us, before us, beside us, above us, below us, and within, hold our hearts, which are right now fearful, heavy, lonely, and tired, and bring us peace. O God who sees, step into our chaos once again. Bring health to the sick. Bring peace to the afraid. Bring hope to the disconsolate. Bring comfort to the restless. Bring light to those in the dark. Bring order, bring life, and have mercy on us. Thank you, Kevin.
0: As we wait in that moment, As we gear up tonight for the Sabbath, for my family, or for most of you, tomorrow on Saturday or on Sunday, as we move toward an entire day, set aside to stop and rest and delight and worship. Just a closing reminder that the Sabbath comes in Genesis 1 as the Creator God's life rhythm to take chaos and make order. It's in that order, you know, the first Six days of the week are focused on action, on work. But the last day is focused on acceptance. In fact, in an ultra-Orthodox Jewish home, there is no intercessory prayer on the Sabbath. It's like against the rules. Not because it's bad, but because it's a form of work. And on the Sabbath, all there is is acceptance and what comes on the other side, delight and trusting, gratitude and joy. So tonight and in the weekend ahead, may you live in the paradox of active acceptance. May you fight with Jesus, the good fight of faith. And may you pray with Jesus, I surrender, not my will, your will be done. May the Spirit of God set your heart free to come to peace with what is and to discover the joy of life with Jesus on the other side. Peace and love of Sabbath to all of you.